when you get into this season, as you know, as a mom, you really have to pick what it is you're going to focus on. Welcome to Reps and Redemption, a podcast for moms who want to prioritize their health and build strength from the inside out. Hey there, mama. I know you long to find the joy in all the things homemaking and motherhood while showing your kids that you don't have to give up on yourself, your goals, or your desired quiet time with Jesus just to be a good mom. I'm your host, Ashley Harvey, former college athlete, wife, homeschooling, faith-filled homemaker, mom of four, nutrition and strength training coach. If you're ready to take control of your health, lose fat, build muscle and faith, you're in the right place. Grab that iced coffee and let's dive in. I'm going to just start talking and share with you all of the things I'm preparing for my home birth. This is home birth number two. And I know that while I start, I made a a quick list on my phone, on the notes in my phone. I can never find a pen when I come into my closet office. (laughs) Literally, like no pen. But I started this uh, for this notes for this episode several weeks ago as I was starting to prepare and get ready because I was like, oh my gosh, once we hit June, it's like almost here. And now we are in July. And if you're listening in real time, again, just like I said in the last episode, uh, baby is due. The due date is July 17th. So he could be here already when you're listening to this. Uh, I'll explain why I'm recording so early. And I guess, actually, I'm sure, you know, you're smart. You can take a guess. So I'm going to start. I believe I have four things that I just wanted to share with you. But if I think of another one. But each one has some details. So here is what I have been preparing, you know, sometimes very thoughtfully or in the everyday motions of the day, taking care of two other kids, being pregnant, running the house, being a homemaker, trying to get to the gym and all of that. So I want to share with you this list. And here is number one, a positive mindset. Now, when you're going into pregnancy, everything is so exciting. And then as you, at least from my experience, and for me, (laughs) your mindset starts to not, I don't want to say I've gotten negative, but I did explain in the last episode how, how I was preparing my strength more so mental than, you know, physical strength training, but mental and my faith, because uh, as the time approaches, and if if you know what you're going into or have a little bit of an idea, your positive mindset can, or your excitement can be like, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm a little nervous or I'm a little scared, or I hope it's not a super long labor. And you know, you can go down the rabbit hole with that. So for the positive mindset uh, part, one of the things that I've heard, you know, other people ask, or I've asked myself is, essentially, what do I want for this home birth? I want it to be what it's supposed to be. I want it to be peaceful, holy, amazing, swift, smooth. I would love if he just came out so quickly. (laughs) However, I also want to rely on the Holy Spirit and the Lord for strength. And I want to relax into the contractions, not fight them. I want to, 
use gravity as my friend so I won't be laying down and I hope to use and be in the water. I want to get some lights, some like, you know, the dim lights and put them around the birthing tub or on the counter because I'm going to try to, or my husband and I anyway, are going to try to fit the birthing pool in the bathroom so it's a little bit easier on the cleanup side. We'll see, um, but I will share if you're on my email list and once I can get that going, I will share the pictures of the setup once I get that uh, <laughs> together. And I, you know, I hope to actually set it up this week, even though I'm recording this episode early, just so we can test it out. My midwife, Katrina, hi, if you're listening to this, <laughs> she wants us to set it up and just, you know, test it out, make sure there's no holes in it and have it really ready to go, roll it off to the side and be ready. So I just, you know, think about what you want. If, if you're ever in this situation or this opportunity, and uh, even if you are birthing at the hospital, what do you want it to look like for your home birth? What do you want? And I want it to be peaceful, smooth, holy, and just an incredible experience. And I do want all of my people, that's my husband, my 21-year-old daughter, my six-year-old daughter, my one-year-old daughter. I want them to be at peace. I want them not to be worried. I want just uh, a beautiful atmosphere. And I want my son to come into a peaceful environment. <laughs> so ultimately, if I had to pick one word, it would say peace and then healthy. <laughs> Everyone healthy. Because that is, you know, that is basically what part of the show is all about. <laughs> Number two, what I've been preparing, Labor Day and birth logistics. So Labor Day, for example, you know, I, I don't have, I don't need a car seat per se because I'm home birthing and with Annie, I didn't end up leaving for at least, I think, four or five weeks in the car. But maybe having the car seat in the car ready to go gives some people peace of mind. But also a hospital bag. This is just in case you have to transfer as a home birth, uh, as a home birther. <laughs> like you just having a few essentials in a bag in your car ready to go. This is just in case. Worst case scenario, you have to transfer. Our hospital is about 11 minutes away. And so I'll have that ready. A child care plan for Azariah and Annie. Those are my two youngest, even though Azariah can probably rule a whole class of kids by herself. Um, my, I plan on my oldest just kind of taking them either, I mean, they're welcome to come into the birthing experience if they'd like to. It is intense and everybody births differently. I was quite loud <laughs> with Annie. But they are welcome to come into the place, the peaceful place of birth to see their brother. If they don't want to, they don't have to. Um, so my plan is that my oldest will take them outside, go on the sprinkler. Um, I might put Annie's car seat in her car and she can take them up the street to the donut shop like she took Azariah last time and uh also if by chance chloe's not here i do have a neighbor i believe 
would be fine <laughs> if I said, hey, I'm in labor. Do you care if my littles come over for a little bit? But this is just in case it happens during the day. Both of my births took place when it was still dark out, um, labor started. And Azariah was born at 1.11 a.m. and Annie was born at 8.20 a.m. Right at like, my kids weren't even up yet. Azariah and Chloe, like they got up at eight. So they only saw mom in the in, in a very intense, you know, moment for maybe 20 minutes and they were you know, in and out. And my midwife arrived at 7.45 a.m. So, you know, you can imagine everything was was uh, on the way, even though it was just me and my husband for most of the time. And it was beautiful. It really was. So, uh, I, okay, I mentioned that. Uh, create a household cheat sheet for my household. This is for the homemakers, okay? This is chores, foods, naps, snacks, dinners, breakfasts, homeschooling time. Um, gosh, you know, you know what you do all day. And you know how you like to run your ship when the uh, captain or the master <laughs> is at work and you are running it. And I have a household plan that I've created of what do I what do I do on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, and it's in a binder. I got the idea from I can't even remember her name on YouTube. I she I liked her her show, but I watched it for her binder planner of the day. It's awesome, and it's so simple. It's like two different household things each day, and then obviously like the kitchen every you know every day, and and certain things that you tidy every day, but just to keep it going. And so no one's like, well, what do I do? Like, how do I help? And because I am doing a five, five and five, so that's a postpartum rest where it's like five in bed. Now, listen, I, that's really hard for me, but like I can get up and go to the bathroom and get a shower, hold the baby in the chair. But it, the, the whole point is to, to begin healing and it takes us almost 18 months to heal from birth. It's a very long process. And I have an incredible family and a, an incredible husband who wants me to rest. So I, my job right now is to create a plan, like a household, uh, you know, theme, if you will, of, you know, when everybody does the things that they do. And I told him this morning, this is for example, I was like, babe, one of the best breakfasts you can make is Greek yogurt, fruit, a little drizzle of local honey, you know, put some of our, uh, you know, local granola that we get on it. And that's it. <laughs> now my kids eat like three breakfasts, second and third breakfast happen. If you homeschool, you know what I'm talking about. And, you know, by the time I told him, by the time you eat your eggs and kale and bacon, they'll be ready for an egg. So you can just throw an extra egg on there. But this is to help him. And listen, he's an engineer. He knows he's brilliant, but you know, still <laughs> like I'm the homemaker. I run the house. So I'm just trying to make it as easy as possible for him and my oldest to kind of maintain things while I'm upstairs. Cause I'm supposed to be upstairs for at least seven to 10 days. And then I'll come downstairs the last four or five. And then they got to go back to <laughs> doing their life the way that they normally do their life, my oldest and my husband. So 
I'm thankful for <laughs> the rest period that I will have. And um, let's see what's next. Okay, uh, per my personal work plan. So that is this podcast. I and this is this falls out under number two, Labor Day, birth logistics. I put it here just before I started the show because I, I am very passionate about my entrepreneurial goals <laughs> of this podcast. And I have been recording episodes and batching them, not because I love doing that. Like I like being two weeks ahead, but I, I know, you know, and if you know, you're, you're a mom and you're a stay at home mom, you're a homemaker, maybe you even work from home a little bit, or you're trying to do something, something that you're passionate about. I'm super passionate about fitness and nutrition and learning about entrepreneurship and business and how to grow some sort of thing that I can eventually, you know, create into something bigger. And I'm waiting. <laughs> I love coaching. I love helping others. But I, I have to set aside time for this every week. And oh my goodness, has it been hard being pregnant. And I was just kind of not venting. Okay, maybe venting to my husband <laughs> last night. Like, I just, if I don't get up before everyone or stay up later, uh, it's so hard and, and to, to get this time in and he's super helpful and he wants me to get, you know, at least two hours solid straight during the week and two hours on the weekend. Honestly, I have bare boned this thing and I'm not proud of it, but it is a passion project and something I love doing. But literally, what I can get done in five hours is is really all I need. Now, do I want 15 hours a week to work on reps and redemption, my website, my blog, my email list, the course I'm going to create? Like, yes, absolutely, I do. But I have come to realize that it's just not the season for me to have 15, 20 hours a week. And upcoming, I'm going to have a newborn. So I've really taken away a lot of fluff and I have decided that, okay, no matter what, I will have one show come out a week and I will focus on my email list and focus on the people who really want to hear from me and hear what I have to share, you know, things I've learned about the fitness industry, things that I'm learning about myself, holistically speaking, um, all, all those sorts of things and Pinterest. So Aside from the, sh the show, you know, and getting my website together, it's basically like email and Pinterest. And I have really cut back on social media. It has really fueled fear in me when it comes to like, I think it's hormonal as well, but it's just, it hasn't been my friend. Like every time I log on, it's something horrible or something like I just, I can't internalize that. And then I try to share what I'm doing on reps and redemption. And I, I can see some, you know, you know, I've met some of you and I think you're amazing. And, and I love uh, this Facebook group that I started. However, I do feel like it is a lot of work and a lot of time to put in. And it's the kind of time I actually do not have right now, because if I, the return on investment, the ROI on social media is just not where I believe this is supposed to go. I, I believe I'm 
I'm doing the right thing by, I, I believe I'll be pausing the group and just, you know, whoever has given me their email address, I'll keep in touch that way. And then, you know, keep blog posting on Pinterest once I get that going. But I, it's just not, when you get into this season, as you know, as a mom, you really have to pick what it is you're going to focus on. And overall, the first thing is this show and recording an episode, editing an episode, publishing an episode, <laughs> and getting it out to the masses, and then doing a few little things after that, um, that keep it going and, and really reach out to other people. So that is my <laughs> personal work plan. It is bare. And then also, just a side note, um, July and August is pre-recorded. And I will be checking my email, you know, you're, you're not going to be like, totally glued to nothing, but it is a sleepless season <laughs> for most of us. And I just wanted July and August to be done. So I didn't have to worry about it. And I had an episode for each, you know, Monday, and I have that prepared. So I don't have to stress about it or worry about it. And then come back in September, fresh and you might hear a baby cooing in the back if he's not sleeping, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll go from there. But make sure you have a little personal work plan and a little bit of a, I guess, maternity leave. So that's what I've pre prepared for myself. I'm still working on it. It's June, but it should be done this week. So I'm going to get that uh, finished up. And yeah, I wanted to share that with you. So number three is to prep your body for labor and delivery. Now here is some of the things that I do. I eat dates. <laughs> I just got a new bag from Costco. Um, supposedly these are very good for you when you're pregnant in the third trimester. And they, uh, I don't know if they actually induce labor, but I know they soften the cervix and, and uh, they might, but pineapple does. So be careful with your pineapple intake. Um, so it says, you know, my note says cervix, it gets softer and it faces, it's thinner and it's dilating. So it's opening up. I feel like mine is opening up and that's just, <laughs> I, I really, I have this, you feel the sensation and uh, I do feel like I'm there. Maybe it's the dates, maybe it's the red raspberry leaf tea. I, I drink that as well. And then, you know, I'm doing a lot of stretches and yoga. I'm really... I've, I'm very limited right now with lifting heavy. I am so done. <laughs> like my pelvic floor, everything is just so uncomfortable. So I've, I'm really more on the walking side now, stretching, lifting light or using bands. And I will be back lifting heavy probably three to five months postpartum. But again, like I said in the last point, the season you know, this is the season that I'm in and I'm okay with that. And this is how I've prepared for my home birth and, um, one, oh, optimal positioning. So, um, you know, I'm waiting on a spontaneous labor. So, if, you know, if babies head down and then, um, just kind of working on the yoga ball for that to like, you know, stretch my hips out and move up and down, back and forth, and really kind of focusing on um, like downward dog, child's pose, not too deep, obviously, because of your belly, 
but really getting my cervix and my body in, in optimal positions for labor, like practicing birthing positions, which could be all fours or knees with hands over, you know, for me it would be the tub. And I'm just kind of like stretching and preparing for that. So, and then forward leaning inversions are something my midwife mentioned. And then I've heard about before in case your baby's not head down, but right now he is head down, but I'll still do those and really prepare myself for, uh, come on, <laughs> let's make this smooth. Let's, let's make it happen. Okay. Number four, this is now after I turn this off, I know I'm going to think of like seven other things I want to share, but since, since we're hitting about 20 minutes, I think this is good. Um, number four is practice pain coping strategies, breathing and relaxing techniques. Now I have just started with this and I think I've kind of been avoiding it. When I say just started a couple weeks ago, I downloaded the Christian hypnobirthing app. I mentioned it in the last podcast. I think it was like $19.99, but now I can use it whenever I want instead of paying like $5 a month. But it's just, you know, breathing in through, breathing in through your nose and breathing out through semi-parted lips like you're blowing leaves, the dandelion leaves off, you know, picturing a rosebud that's tight opening up so you can dilate. It's certain uh, techniques that you practice. And then in other things that I've read and what I mentioned in the last episode is that my hands were so tight. I was so tense. I was, to be honest, not the whole time, but there were times when the contractions were so intense that I remember almost feel like I was fighting them. And you don't want to do that. <laughs> it makes... It makes it longer, it makes it harder, and it makes it, the pain more intense. So I have practiced relaxing my hands. Um, and I told my husband, just tell me to relax or tell me to relax my hands. And then, um, you know, I'm showing him how to press on my hips. My midwife's going to, she's a doula also. And she, thank you, Katrina, for pressing on my hips last time when I had Annie. It made such a crazy difference. It was it was amazing. Like it felt so much better during a contraction. So she's going to show him how to do that and where to press. But as far as pain, like just kind of releasing yourself into it. So how I'm practicing that, this sounds crazy, but my husband does a cold plunge every morning and now he gets it pretty cold, not as cold as he wants it, which is crazy. But, um, I've been doing it on and off. And now, listen, I know, you know, I'm pregnant. Don't worry. I'm not doing it very long, like 30 seconds to a minute, depending how on how cold it is. But what I'll do is I'll sit in the, the icy water and with my feet out because it's another episode. <laughs> my feet hurt so bad in the cold plunge. But what I'll do is instead of focusing on the cold and how cold it is, I'll just take deep breaths. So it's basically several deep breaths and then I get out. And I'm like amazingly rejuvenated. <laughs> but I, I know that working on breathing and relaxing my body or doing something difficult and focusing on something else like my breath has really and will help me for Labor Day. And then actually, okay, so I thought I had four. 
And this, that, that was number four. So number five. So I have five. This, this didn't have a number next to it. So yay. I knew I had another one. So number five is postpartum prep. I am prepping a list, which once I get it finished, um, but I'll give you some examples, but I'm prepping a list for postpartum. So basically once he's here, you're postpartum. And there are a few essentials that I have learned I need. And then a bunch of stuff that, you know, I had, you know, with my first birth that, you know, I ended up saying, no, I don't really need that. But uh, for example, you will need some sort of, you know, uh, poise or depends or always there's, there's different brands and now they make postpartum underwear that you can throw away because you will be bleeding for a couple days and you don't want to get that on, on your underwear. Um, and you can get different, there's different comfort levels and sizes and all that. I can't, I'm trying to remember what I got last time and I really can't, but but um, those were great, and I'm going to get a pack of those. They're not cheap, but I honestly, I only used one pack, and I think there was, or no, I, I think I used two packs. I think I used like 40 or 50, and then that was that. Um, Dermoplast, I know this is not crunchy. I know it's not holistic. I know that, and I just love it. So I'm getting one can of that. It's a cooling spray that you spray down there. A peri bottle that you put salt water in and I think my midwife put some sort of flower mixture you know holistic spray in so um, I have that and then there's a couple other things that how oh, padsicles I heard I, I never used them before and I heard about them this time around so maybe that'll be better than the dermoplast but basically it's like a frozen pad and you you know, it's cooling and it stays cold for an hour and those are on Amazon. <laughs> so I'm going to try those this time around. And I guess in the postpartum prep too, I can also mention, now there's some, a few other things that I'll be getting as well, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, there is also, you know, all the breastfeeding things that you might need. Now I have not been a successful breastfeeder, uh, although, you know, <laughs> I have wanted to desperately, it was very difficult to accept my first time around and I ended up pumping ni for nine months and supplementing with formula. Second time around with Annie, I gave it, I gave it a go, um, but she ended up losing uh, like 20% of body weight. It was very scary. And we ended up, you know, having a donor. Uh, thank you to my sister-in-law. She was one of my biggest donors and then we did formula as well. And I tried and tried to pump. Now, side note, I barely could do get anything. Um, and I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I've had so many different lactation specialists. I've had so many different pumps. I've had just, uh, you know, syringes, all the things. I've, I've done it all. Um, hours and hours and hours of trying to get it to, uh, to work. And with Annie, I... I wanted to pump at least for three months and it just didn't happen. It was so difficult um, with another little one and a husband at work and my oldest at college. Like it was just, it was so much and you got to forgive yourself <laughs> and move on and not beat a dead horse. Um, but it was the craziest thing. I, I also will get a pump this time around. I've gotten, well, I am getting properly sized. So I'm hoping that makes a difference 
and I pray that breastfeeding works for me and my little boy. It might. Here is hoping. Um, it could be great. I'm actually, I guess, in this postpartum prep, uh, I, I am going to be taking a breastfeeding course called the Thompson Method. I haven't purchased it yet, but I plan on doing it. It looks absolutely incredible. I have exhausted everything else <laughs> physically with my last two babies. And you know what? If it doesn't work out, I'm okay with it not working out. I, I uh, have learned that if I'm meant to be a, uh, a bottle feeder, that's fine. It's okay. And um, however, if breastfeeding works, I will be ecstatic. And I will let you know how this course is. I am very excited. I hope um, it teaches me things that I don't know. I'm sure it will. It says, you know, all the issues I have had in breastfeeding, in my breastfeeding journey, um, they're listed on <laughs> this site and by this doctor. So I will fill you in on that. But all right, let's go over the list. I think my little ones are waking up from a nap or my oldest and my six-year-old are home from the gym because I did not go today. Um, also, my car is getting tires. So number one, positive mindset. Number two, Labor Day and birth logistics. So make sure you're planning when it starts, who will come help, if you have extra help or hands, and um, you know what you want to happen after. Uh, number three, prep your body for labor and delivery. Number four, practice pain coping strategies, breathing and relaxing techniques. And number five, postpartum prep. If this episode inspired you, will you share with a friend? I would be so grateful if you would leave a podcast review on your listening app of choice. Remember, the content provided in this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please seek the advice of your qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical or health condition. Remember, be bold, mama, and live well. Until next time.